not well read Sit back, play some dick jokes on a podcast instead Different guests from near and far Bringing bright light to the dark They sit down, have a heart to heart Then joke about it, fart to fart So listen and enjoy it Funny fucked up stories Committing mental crimes Do some time with Drew Lord Hello, everybody, and welcome to Doing Time, where humans talk about their experiences in a psych ward. Today, we have Chicago comedian, writer, and good friend, Bridget McGuire. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks. I've been wanting to have you on my podcast for a really long time, actually. I know. I feel like we... Do you remember when we, like... I think we had met. Like, like met, met? Yeah, because you would come to my mic. Yeah. Oh at yeah, mom's place. Yes. but then I don't. I didn't know you, and then I think you and I were supposed to be on a show together, and I have a really creepy memory. So, um, <laughs> and I feel creepy. like I forget the name of the show, but it was on a Sunday night, and it was like the last Game of Thrones ever. So no one showed up to the show. Uh it was at a live one. Oh, it's like Sam Priest. Did I make that up? Did, Whoa. He, did he run it? I forget the name of the show. Whoa. Yeah, it could have been Dead Comedy. Yes, that's what it was. Okay, okay, yes, yes. And I think you and I just like sat down. We were like waiting because we we're like, is anyone going to show? Because it was. Yeah. Oh my God, I remember this. Wow. Yeah, and then we like put it together. Yeah. And we talked about, I think we just started talking about anxiety and OCD. And yeah. it was like, oh my God, oh my God. I know. It is pretty crazy how quickly I jump into things with people. Um, uh, me too. <laughs> but that's, well, I also think too, I mean, when you're a comedian, there's a barrier removed. I don't think if there is like a work friend sitting next to me, I would start talking about my anxiety. But when it's a comedian, you're like, I already know what you got. There's something. Yeah. Up there, yeah. So. Why are, why are you doing this exactly, yourself? Exactly. So it's, it's always like you take that portion out. It makes a lot more sense. Yes, yeah. But so we were supposed to be on a show together. I mean, I do remember doing some shows together and I, briefly recall you saying that you had OCD but the thing about anxiety is that everyone really has anxiety yeah. and when I hear someone says they have OCD I'm like oh shit yeah like, I kind of get really excited as <laughs> yeah. unfortunate as it is just because I know that it's such a it, it's kind of a niche I mean it's more common than anything but it's a niche thing in that I don't have a lot of friends that um have that as their main diagnosis no I know like one friend from growing up that we Someone had told me, and I, like, reached out to her, and then she actually, like, recommended a therapist she saw, and, like, we, yeah, so sometimes we'll still text each other. Like, we're not, we're close, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, she's married, has kids and stuff. We both have busy yeah. lives, but sometimes she'll be like, wait, listen to this crazy fucking thought I had. I'll be like, oh, wait, I'll tap it. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the best. Yeah, That's yeah, I'm like, best. oh, don't worry. I thought this the other day, and she's yeah. like, okay. She's like, sorry, she's like, you're, like, the only person You want to kill me and your family? Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so the first question I always ask on the podcast is how much time have you done? And that could be psych ward therapy, et cetera. Yeah. I have not done a psych ward. Okay. Um, uh, d- we can end the podcast now. If you want. <laughs> I, know, sorry. <laughs> I hate to disappoint everyone. No, um, therapy. I mean, I don't know. I, I, um, started seeing a therapist when I was like 17. Okay. Um, I feel like both my sisters had some eating stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And then my mom was like, you know, maybe you should see one too. Okay. But I didn't have any eating issues. I, I shouldn't make this joke, but I was like, oh, I wish I did. But, yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> but that's always, I also think too, when you have sisters, that's a really, 
rough thing because it's always that thing of comparison. Oh yeah, and that's uh, something that I never struggled with because I had a brother. And that's true. Well, we never. Yeah, and not that we compared, but it was just that prime age, like. I was like 16, my sister was like 18, my other one was like 20. I just think those are very big ages where, well, I mean. Also, your bodies are changing at that age. I think also when you get eight, when you hit 18, your body like becomes more developed. That's yeah. what they say too when your body's, it's weird because you think you're fully developed, but then you, you go to college and you gain the freshman. Oh my God, And you yeah. also like fill out as a person, like you get hips and like weird. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with your body. So I think that that's also a time too where if you're, are you the youngest? I'm the youngest, so yeah. So then you watch that should yeah. happen. So like, I think my oh. mom was like, okay, wait, maybe you should go talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw that therapist on and off, but I was not diagnosed with that therapist, but I definitely fall into the realm of like wanting to be a therapist's favorite mm-hmm. and also not wanting to disappoint them. Okay. So I feel like I probably didn't like totally talk about any of the anxiety, but I was like, I 100% had OCD since I was a little kid and I can get into that. But then Saw a therapist on and off. Like in college, I was diagnosed with OCD. Yeah. Didn't really do anything about it though. Mm-hmm. And just managed. It got worse in my 20s. It got worse in my 30s. I'm in my 30s now, last year. <laughs> um, it's, you know, but last year is when I finally did. I guess it would be considered doing time, but it was an outpatient program. Okay. Which actually, you, I think like two summers before, mm-hmm. told me about it because I was really s- struggling two summers before I did it. So 2018, maybe? Or maybe it was 2019. Everyone was struggling in 2019. <laughs> yeah. So many of my friends were like, you saved me. I'm like, I did? You did. I mean, you told me about what where you went. Yeah. And then I looked into it, and I was like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to miss work. That's the thing, man. And then your OCD is like, no, we're fine. We're good. Yeah. We'll hang tight together. And also, I guess I didn't look like that hard, because then – this time around, the therapist that I saw, she was like, there is one that's, like, outpatient. But maybe I did. Did you do IOP, intensive outpatient? Yes. Where you're, so it's most, it's it's not, a, it's not a psych word today, but you're really doing a lot of time. Like, no, really- and actually my sister had the best analogy that I had never heard. She's like, it's like my, when my kids learned how to swim. She's like, when my, like, five-year-old first did swimming lessons, it was, like, once a week. And every week it would be like he had to, like, relearn what he learned the week before. And she's like, but then I put him in this camp where it was like Monday through Thursday for two hours every day. And by week three, they were swimming. Yeah. And I'm like, God, that's so true. Because like, yeah. you don't see your therapist for a week. It's like. Well, it's like with anything practice makes. Me yeah. Better, yeah. Know? Like when I, same thing with diving in college. I mean, like I was doing diving obviously every day when I was in high school. But once I got to college, it was twice a day. And then I was like, oh, now I'm good. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And like. It's like comedy. Me, but <laughs> it's like anything you do. And I think. That's how people need to view, you know, the mind and stuff. It's like you're constantly evolving, and that's why you shouldn't be hard on yourself. You know, is like totally. You you're you're human, and you fuck up, and we all do. But I think, um, I think too though, there comes a point where like you can't take it anymore. Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. that you're actually gonna do the work for it. For sure. Did you, so what? Okay. So yeah, a couple questions because, so something you mentioned that I just wanted to briefly ask because I, it's the psych, psych major in me. Um, when you say you wanted to be liked by your therapist, is that like an OCD perfectionistic tendency? I don't know. No, because I'm not really a perfectionist. And okay. I wasn't, um, like I got good grades in school, but I wasn't like, a, I wasn't like I have to have straight A's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have any of the, the cleaning OCD. Yeah. Like I'm like, like I, like I, I do a bit where I'd be like, no, I like sit on public toilet seats. Like I don't <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, what? You're like, shit, I'm crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't have that. So no, I think it was just more like, I don't know, probably more just like I want this person to like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, like, yeah, that's, yeah, I just, yeah, I just yeah, yeah no, no, no. That's, that's sometimes a thing too, is like perfecting relationships for me in my head and then obsessing over what people say and then how I could have said it better and then... You know oh, what I'm saying? So yes. that for me is like perfecting relationships was like a big Okay. No. Thing. No. I don't think um, I that's not. No, I think it was just more of like a Like I hate everyone and I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I but then what was your breaking point as far as like when we were talking? What was your OCD like and then when was the breaking point? Well, I mean, so get help? I mean, I could say like starting should I start like just like when I was little yeah, for I sure. was afraid yeah, that like my mom wouldn't pick me up from after school. No, not after school because I'd walk home with my sisters, and okay. we lived like six houses away. Oh shit! But then I joined Girl Scouts, and in first grade, and then I was like, my mom, I'm like, you're not gonna pick me up, and she's like, I'll pick you up, <laughs> and I was like, but I, what if you forget? And she's like, I'm not gonna forget, but I would like, I had to can't quit because I was like, I can't focus on what they're playing because I'm like, I wow. am so worried you're not gonna pick me up. Does that stem from anything? No, she was not even like one of the, like some of my friends would be like waiting for their moms for like hours and they're like, oh, my mom forgot, you know? And I was like, first of all, we lived so close to school. Like mm-hmm. in reality, I could have walked home and yeah. lived in a suburb. But it was that you had your mind set on I was like, yeah, it's like, I'm like, she's not going to, you know? And so, so what was the, because for people who don't, you know, I talked to an OCD therapist, but I feel like that podcast honestly was like a session for me because yeah talk you probably learn a lot my, yeah myself and then I learn more whatever but I want to focus on you as far as like what would oh but like people, what's going on in my life no no, no or, like what's going on in your mind when you're a child and you're like my mom it's not just like my mom won't pick me up from school like what describe like what rumination is yeah you're probably like my mom's not gonna pick me up I'm gonna be stuck here or I'm gonna have to walk home and someone's gonna kidnap me I'm gonna like you know uh, or like my mom if she's not here she died in a car accident something happened like you know that's what it was mm-hmm. and I do think I do think people are definitely wired certain ways because I have two sisters that don't have OCD. Um, but my parents did get like separated when I was in second grade. So like I do think there's probably stuff that was like happening in my life, you know, that was uncertain mm-hmm. that came out in other ways, you know, which maybe that's why I thought she wouldn't pick me up. Well, for sure. And also something that me and the OCD therapist or marriage and family counselor, whatever her title is, she's. I follow her. More successful than me. She's great. (laughs) She's fucking great. But the thing that she talked about was a lot of OCDs revolves around uncertainty. And in our OCD mind, if we can figure out the uncertainty and solve it, then everything will be better. And so for you, it's like this uncertainty. My mom won't pick me up. My mom won't pick me up. And then once your mom picks you up, it's that anxious relief. But it, you know what I'm saying? And then, as you know, if you give in to it, it just comes back stronger. Well, it comes back stronger, but then it's also like it just jumps to another thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought once I quit diving, my OCD would end because I'm like, well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not oh, no, hit, totally. I'm not going to think I'm going to hit my head on the board anymore. No. But then it's like I got out of it and I was like, oh, no, now I got an eating disorder and now I got this. And oh, I, like, I mean, like I always thought I was like going to be get pregnant and then when I got off yeah, talk, birth talk control. Because I read your article. Yeah, yeah. Which was fabulous. Well, I mean, I thought I got... <laughs> I like literally we in Dis- we had ju- I think we had just learned about family life, which was sex ed in Catholic school. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I make a joke on that stage. I'm like, yeah, yeah Catholic schools don't have sex ed. Families family life. Fucking. Yeah. You're, you're also like taken to this Robert Crown Center where you think you're like going to talk about your family's life and you're told everything. And I had no idea. Wow. So um, 
we were on vacation and literally like in Disney World and some man's leg like like touched mine and it probably was some 90s dad and like bad khakis and um that like night I feel like that week I was like did I get pregnant which is funny because I didn't have my period so what is that possible but like oh so funny you know just you know it obviously nothing's rational when it comes to OCD so I remember like waking my mom up and being like I'm pregnant she's like what are you talking about and then she was like no like you cannot like first of all no like what you know, she probably was very confused. Of course. Um, and then just things started happening in seventh grade. You know, I had a big phone um, on my bed. Um, this is like mid-90s. And like one night, and I was always on the phone with my friends. And then one night, my phone must have like kicked off the bed and had these big buttons. Like if you watch an episode of Friends, like you'll see the yeah, 90- yeah, it's yeah. a 90s phone. Okay. And... The next morning, my friend's dad called and was like, we saw on our caller ID, we had a missed call from you at like three in the morning. Oh, no. And then my mom was like, did you call Annie's house at three in the morning? And I was like, no. And then I was like, am I calling people in my sleep? Yeah, yeah. So from that day on, which was in seventh grade until I graduated from high school, every night on my phone in my bedroom, I don't know why I didn't choose my sister's phones or any other, my phone and the kitchen phone, which was portable, I would dial in my birthday so I dial like four, eight, eight, two, which is four buttons. Okay. So when I would, in the morning, I'd wake up and the first thing I would do is hit redial. And if it was just, I heard four beeps instead of like seven, which would be the normal phone call number. Okay. Then I'd be like, oh, I didn't call anyone. Cause then I started thinking, am I calling people saying mean oh things? Am I calling yeah. people like, am I calling my Sleep teachers? Talking. Am I calling them one? I'm calling like the boys I like, like, yeah. And Dude. I was a sleepwalker. No, oh, that, that's yeah, yeah. That's, so yeah. wow, that was crazy. And then I worked at like Remax in high school and um, answering phones. My friends and I all did. And like to, oh my god, like to leave Remax and close up to be the last person there. Even now, I'm like, oh, that poor girl, because it would be like that door's locked. Oh, that door's no. locked. And then I'd like run back. I'd have to run back and be like, oh, oh, it's locked. And I'd be like, fuck, I know it's locked. But I would be like, it would take me so long to leave Remax. And then wow. babysitting was such a did nightmare. You, did, not to go, did you know that this wasn't like appropriate behavior or like that this wasn't not like appropriate, but like, did you know that this wasn't like the normal trajectory of like, oh, I locked the door and now I'm going to leave. And then you're like, no, no, no I'm going to check this 16 times. Yeah, probably. Because we had like a laundry chute in our house mm-hmm. where you could like throw your laundry. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. And my grandpa, it was like next to our water heater. And my grandpa put like a board up and he was like, you can never have clothes go back by this water heater he like put a board up mm-hmm. and he, and he was like because it could start a fire which was like the worst thing like your life was set up to have OCD. <laughs> like honestly these stories i'm hearing i'm like dude and i do come from a long like my grandpa was a chicago cop he was always scaring us like you know i got my license and he was like yeah, no wonder why this car crazy. is I a mean, weapon you could kill someone i was yeah. like oh uh, i don't want my license. like i've already killed six people <laughs> yeah. before i started yeah. driving yeah i was like okay i've already i've already have a family of six and i haven't had my period yet yo yeah i'm just an, jesus dude so, that's rough i mean babysitting was always so bad of course because like, you kill the kids kill the kids oh my god when i was i was literally like probably mid-20s and i was babysitting for my sister's friend's kid. That's the ambulance of the. They're coming to get me. The kids, yeah. <laughs> hey Bridget, it's been a, it's been a it's been a good episode. I mean, live from the streets. Oh my god, so funny, perfect uh, timing. Um, yeah. It always it always comes around right. in one of the episodes. Someone's like talking about killing themselves, and I'm like, hey, your ride's here. <laughs> um, so babysitting. Oh, but this kid. 
um, I was making the kids food, like whatever, mac and cheese. And you poisoned them? No, I didn't have I that just, thought. No, okay, but it, I just, I'm trying to follow the trajectory. No. And it's, I look over it's quite a and this one year old had crawled over and he had put my like dirty, I had a ballet flat. It was suede, and it was. I remember being like, "Oh, these shoes are in bad shape. I should not wear these over." <laughs> I was like embarrassed to wear. That them. was the moral of the story. Yeah, and so I look over. He's chewing on my shoe. Oh, so I was Lord. like, "Oh my god, get that out of your mouth!" And then I was. I didn't think of anything. And then I put him to bed, and then I'm like, "What? Where have I been in those shoes?" Oh, yeah, here we go. So we I go. like called my sister, who also had she had twins that were one at the time. And she's like, oh, my God, they put everything in the, the world in their mouth. He's fine. And I was like, well, what if there was poison or, like, a needle? And she's like, Bridget, it's fine. Like, it's a one-year-old. They're resilient. She's like, they – the, tw- like, the twins, like, have eaten uh, That's so poop. rough because I know what you go through. Like, I've been through this. Yeah, same thing. and so I was like, okay, okay, you're right, which is – I'm always reassurance checking. I'm like, you're right. And then I'm like – I was sitting there, like, watching TV on these people's couch, and I'm like, I can't. I'm just going to lick the shoe. I'm gonna like I'm gonna lick the shoe because then I'm like if he dies I die like you know oh my god <laughs> and I'm like if I wake up tomorrow morning I know that baby is up tomorrow morning too <laughs> they bury both of you with just the one shoe oh yeah the, the, yeah the one uh, Tory Burch ballet flat yeah my god. my sister hey, later she went out in style those were those were super popular they were it was uh, 2008 I think so. Well, but my sister like told the girl because they were friends and the girl was laughing so hard. She's like, she is a better, you know, she can come over anytime. You know, our kid will be super safe. Yeah. she's. They're like, she would kill herself for our kids. We wouldn't even do that. So this, uh, let's have her be full time babysitter. Um, I think college was bad because it just introduced. So you licked the shoe, though. Oh, I licked it. I licked the dirtiest. I actually ate it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I was like, I, I was like kind of laughing to myself because I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, Dude, I've done, I have done. Yeah. And you know it's Wild insane. shit from my OCD. No, I know. You know it's, it's crazy. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, well, and, no, but in your head, it's totally, that's no. the thing. You have to like, Bridget is like, on the record, you are one of the most normal people I've ever met. <laughs> you have your shit together. You have a full-time huh. job. You're good at stand-up. You know what I mean? It's like you... You have so many good things going, and I, I I hate the stereotype of like people with OCD are crazy because it's like it's literally just a mental mind fuck yeah. game that you just you literally have it since you're a kid and you just deal with it. For and the a rest lot of your times life. they say like it harps on your values, and like of course I would never of want course. that kid to be sick. You know what I mean? Or like of course I would never want that to happen or that burn down or like I would never want to cause that pain to someone. Or which I think that makes actually I think makes OCD like very nice people. Mm-hmm. vulnerable to well like, it also makes you good at pretty much everything you do like I haven't met I, I'm because I really haven't met someone with OCD that isn't like really good at something that they do I mean yeah they're either you, like perfectionist students that got yeah. like a hundred you know or they have like the smartest person yeah that's or true just like anything they're passionate about where it's like my OCD makes me really bad at stuff because I get caught up in my yeah, thoughts and stuff yeah. like that like Sometimes socializing, I'll be like, what? And people are like, you have ADD? I'm like, no, no, no. It's just like, no, I'm no. ruminating. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah. I guess I do have ADD, but it's like, it can't, it's, it's not, whatever. Yeah. It's all comorbid. But, and then there's times where it makes me like really good at stuff or like people will tell me good set. And I'm like, no, that wasn't a good set. Because in my mind, you know, I came from division one. Like I, it, it unless it's, I crush. Perfect 10, yeah. It's not, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. whatever. It was okay. I mean, it, I think it has. But that's what makes me better is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Like it really pushes you. Yes. So I think you should view it. I think everyone should view it as a superpower because if you don't, you're literally just going to like fall into the trap. Well, also too, yourself. like, I feel like you have to laugh at it. I think it's a superpower. I also think like in some yeah. ways, sometimes I'm like, I'm grateful for it. You know what? It made me who I am. Totally. I mean, Do you ever like, 
So this is what we've been told in exposure therapy to do sometimes when you have a thought that's really troubling. Uh, for example, take the situation where you were babysitting. Like if you, when you see a kid like a shoe, what you're supposed to do is you go, oh yeah, he's totally going to die. I killed him and uh-huh. then I'm going to go to jail and the family's going to hate me. There's going to be an article written about me. Everyone in the town hates me. You know what? They hate me so much. They're actually <laughs> going to execute me publicly. You have to like play out. It's yep. so fucked up. That's what I did. Situation, and then you have to laugh at it and go, oh, that's. And then you get so sick of it. That's what, that's what part of the. When that's I, what you wrote in the article. That I was like, that is so interesting. Yeah. They and made me like write it. it out. And like, it, you know, it was COVID. So I wasn't in person, but it was like writing on my computer, like. Or, you know, I have so many, like, STD fears. It would be like, yeah. I slept with someone and I don't remember. And then I'll be like, and that person got me pregnant and they also have herpes and, it, like, the word, like, the, you know. and Syphilis. Then, you have syphilis. Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, except I'm probably like, oh, no, syphilis you can take a pill for. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know everything about syphilis. I know everything about STD. I know all the journalism about it. I mean, but the, you do. You write out your worst case. Right. And it's like, and they're, and they're like, make it bad. Like the, the oh, yeah. doctor would be like, make it the worst. Actually, this was interesting. At the place they went to, the head doctor there, which to, to, to someone that doesn't have OCD, they're probably like, that sounds weird. But mm-hmm. it makes sense. In his wallet, he has a piece of paper that says, I hope my whole family dies. And he shows it to people and he goes, because this is a fucking thought and it means nothing. So true. But if you saw that, you'd be like, oh my God, you know, you know, like so you're like, oh my God, I hate that thought. But yeah, like, you see he, that and you're like, this is evidence. No, he's like, this is nothing. This is a piece yeah. of paper. Like he's like, yeah, you know, so true. and I was like, oh my wow. God. Yeah. And he'll like, you know, so it's like writing the worst things out. not the title of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to be like. My family's gonna be like, "Hey, it's 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 definitely an attention grabber." I need as many listeners because I can't do this. I can't do this fucking bullshit. Pouring my heart out to two goddamn listeners every fucking week, dude. God damn it. Oh my god. Pay me, please. Somebody fucking pay me. Oh, um, yeah. So no, I think yeah. <laughs> I know. I told one of my friends that who doesn't have it, and they were kind of like alarmed. I'm like, no. See, listen, and they're like. No, anytime you say, hey, listen, it's never good. It's, <laughs> it's never a good situation. I'm like, let me like, explain. Hey, let me explain. No, no, no. That's that's the part in the movie where the other person walks Oh, my away. God. I remember babysitting, like, in high school, being like, what if I threw that baby out the window? You know? <laughs> it's just like, what? Yeah. And then I, like, sat so far from the baby because I was like, what if I just, like, have this impulse that's oh, going to yeah. do this? And and it's funny because also uh, babysitting is not good for people with OCD because I had so, I had a hard time doing that. I know because like for like they'd say like eat whatever you want and of course in my mind I'm like but they don't want me to eat anything so oh. I would like so I would like rearrange stuff to make it look like I never touched their pantry when in reality they're just like rich fucks and they go grocery <laughs> shopping every day you know what I mean yeah they just want their kids to be alive at the end of it literally they don't care what literally. you do they just want me to watch their son play Minecraft for six hours yeah or and whatever, they're like fine, eat whatever but, yeah but it's like I would make myself crazy over shit like that and like certain things where i was like do they know that i did this before like you know what i'm saying yeah if i would like i don't know have sex or something like that and i go i'm like they know that i had oh they know that something you did like before days before? I, before yeah oh, i would like oh, freak okay. out being like well what if they they know i'm 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 not a virgin and i'm i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm around their kid <laughs> so you know funny what I'm, like, I'm like am i fucking their kid you know what I mean? like <laughs> it, dude the thoughts that would go through my head we're so, again, it's like, I hope my family dies. It's like, they're not real. They're, they just, I mean, they're just up here. 
Yeah, you know? it does scare me. Like, I, I froze my eggs a few years ago, and, like, I, you know, I do think I want to have kids, which now I'm, like, almost 40, which I could use the frozen eggs, and, you know, I would. Hey, listeners, let's just title this, I want to, I hope my family dies, so that I get more listeners, and you find a husband, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's really, that's really what this is They're going to be like, who this are these des- girls? This isn't an episode, this is a desperate cry for help. <laughs> this is just... So crazy. But I do kind of like, God, it would be terrifying. I like yeah. I'm like I would be scared to have a baby because I like people that are just before he had the baby, you already killed it. You yeah. Killed like I friend. mean, my friends who have don't have OCD, they're yeah. like, as a new mom, you do worry about that stuff. So that right. you're gonna be like off the charts. But your OCD's better. It is. And I do right? my therapist is always like, Well, you're gonna you're able to the goal of this is like you'll be able to manage it. Which it's like talk about wait, talk about real quick. Sidetrack as I interrupted you earlier, and I'm interrupting you now, but I think it's no. important to say, like, talk about why you got sick of it. Because I know, like, what made me sick of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what helped you, like, by getting sick of it? Like, I think getting sick of it too. I think, um, well, I think um, <laughs> when I took um, $300 of anti HIV medication, I didn't need, which I was kind of like, do you know how much, like, like, I could buy, like, awesome shoes or a purse with like two awesome pairs of shoes with or yeah or go to like a lot like sorry i have like a weird thing in my throat like you could buy a lot of clothes with 300 dollars, or like you know what i mean but i was like oh my god and she was like i don't i'm like i think i i, I lied like i lied to get it and um i knew that was not normal and i also then i but then yeah, i you don't seem like somebody who would lie at all you know what I mean? Lie? Well, yeah. I mean, to therapists. I mean, I, I remember yeah, my one yeah, therapist, yeah. she'd be like, okay. She'd be like, don't. Like, here's a, here's a crazy story. My sister came downtown two summers ago. Yeah. And we went out for dinner with my mom. And then she and I went to, like, a little place by my house and had drinks. And we probably had, like, five drinks over three hours. Mm-hmm. We were not drunk. We came home. We watched, like, four episodes of Pen 15. Okay. And went to bed. And that in the morning I woke up and I had like a weird text message from a number that I didn't know mm-hmm. and it was like a mistake like someone was like hey are you gonna meet us at the party and I'm like who is this dude and there is something in the earth with these phones and you I know and then I was like oh my god I'm like Katie do you think I snuck out last night and don't remember and she's like I'm like she's like you weren't drunk and I'm like I know but what if I don't remember and I'm like, what if I like had sex with someone? And I, she's like, wait, what? Are, she was like, what are you talking do about? Do your sisters know about your OCD? They do, but she was like, wait, this is really kind of, this is like. Like a lot. This is a little much. Yeah. She's like, you think you, <laughs> she's like, you weren't, she, I mean, and I wasn't. Like I remembered everything of my night and I was like, you know, and she's like, but it, I was like, it ate at me. And like she left mm. Monday morning and I went to Walgreens and bought Plan B. Wow. For like. I mean, I did not. So expensive, dude. I know. One of my friends would be like, I can't believe you just like dish over 50 bucks. But it's not. But the $50 is nothing to you because you're like, you're just, you're on autopilot mode. You're like, I, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. You oh know what I'm God, saying? Oh my God, $50 is not. I would pay 500 Right. Not anymore. Because you're, you're pregnant. Yeah. Because in your mind, you're fucking pregnant. And I don't know who the dad is. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to have to, $500, I'm going to have to pay for this plan B. I'm going to have to pay for the DNA test the, my, for everything. Yeah. So, I mean, there were just, I was just kind of like, this isn't, I do think too, I think my OCD 100% has really, um, I will sabotage relationships before they can even like get there. Okay. Yeah. And. Like, I, so, I mean, I. Yeah. Understand. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, pretty cool through, like, date one through three, even though I'm, like, going crazy in my head. And then I'm, like, I have to know if this person, like, 
but like the half the time I don't like that person. I just want mm. their approval and uh, then, interesting. Yeah, and yeah, I, approval seems to be a big theme. Like that you you're like I like the therapist thing. Yeah. Like also I, stand up. Like I mean we all yeah, you want people to laugh. Yeah. Of course. Um, so like, but, like I feel like I do feel like and that's something that I'm really what working you, on now what in you, therapy because yeah what do you ruminate about in terms of like relationships and stuff or like what's your OCD like what are oh your oh my god like when are they gonna text when are they gonna call mm. they didn't you know okay they texted this what does that mean that wasn't like that friendly like that seemed weird like mm-hmm. you know like just you know I it's dated, a lot it's a lot dude it is I dated someone like for three years in my twenties and. Um, I think the first year was me not sure that he like liked me, which also we were like not a good pair for like personalities. Uh huh. Like we're we're like you know friendly on Facebook and Instagram. Like yeah. I wish him the best. It's a very long, a very long time ago. Yeah. But like looking back, I'm like, he was like really quiet and like shy and like my friend. It just was like it just was. We did not. We were not a good pair. He was super good looking. Um, that's yeah and I was like and I like but there's I, the kicker yeah and I, I also think too a lot of my friends I was like turning 25 like a lot of my friends were like in serious relationships and they were mm. about to be engaged soon and I really wanted that so I really wanted oh, to so work. You, like make it yeah but it was such torture like it would be like we'd go out on like a Wednesday and then he'd be like okay let's hang out this weekend and then we'd like hang out Saturday and then hang out Sunday and he'd be like okay I'll check in with you this week and then he would not text or call all day monday or all day tuesday uh-huh. i was so skinny drew i would wake up and i, cause I couldn't sleep and i yeah. would just like run miles and miles oh wow. and then i'd like That's go to so dinner rough. i'd analyze it and like chain smoke cigarettes and then it would be like and then wednesday he'd be like hey or like tuesday night he'd be like hey do you want to get dinner tomorrow and then six months in i had to be like pretty sure we're dating because it's been six months of this and then I was like but I feel like I need to like kind of check in with you on Mondays and Tuesdays like don't you want to know how my day is like <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of and my this is like I'm, I know I'm older than but this is like people were texting like this is not like you to answer a phone like this is like you text with your friends all the time like it was like so yeah and he was just a quiet person he's like oh yeah we can and I'm like I don't know so like it just it seems like it doesn't mean that he doesn't like you it's just his attention and energy is not directed as strongly as yours was no and him. i honestly do and think, towards any relationship and i'm assuming like now you. i mean he's like married with kids but like i'm assuming when he dated his like now wife i'm guessing they texted more i mean i guess i don't like no but see you're overthinking it dude this, is, so this is the thing like yeah but it's like this is the thing that i that this is the thing that i've realized is that like especially in relationships and stuff is like the stuff that you're getting anxious about you need to work on like yourself because then that stuff won't bother you anymore you know yeah. what i'm saying like because like sometimes i would get the same way where i'm like what is it what am I? and then i worked on like not res- i worked on not responding to people right away i worked on because i worked on like how to focus my energy yeah. all on myself you yeah. know what i'm saying i'm like yeah, totally. why don't people respond i'm like well why don't i respond to other people i'm like oh because i'm doing shit they're probably doing shit you know what i mean so it's like i yeah. don't i focused a lot of my and then I read this book, How to Break Up with Your Phone, and it helped me like not oh, respond for that. hours to people because I'm just like, I don't know them shit. You know what I mean? Even if it's someone I do like, they'll text me. And if I get that feeling, if I get that feeling of like butterflies or like anything where I'm like, I need to text them back right away, I wait a long time because I'm like, this is, my life doesn't have to revolve around this text. Yeah. I have so much shit going on. Would I want to look back and be like, my energy was wasted on this? No, yeah. So you only put energy, and then it also, it, subsides the feeling of the text do you know what i'm saying where you're like oh 
I want to say this it's and blah, 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 blah. And, then you, and yeah. then you wait a couple hours and you're like, oh, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like everything passes, everything dissipates with time. So I feel yeah. like I personally, like even with friends and stuff, I'll just wait because I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm learning how to like channel all this stuff and like ask myself questions more about why things yes. bother me and why like, why when I had sex with this person, do they not like me back or whatever? And I'm like, well, why do I care if they don't like me back? Maybe I'm obsessed with approval. Well, I should approve of myself. I should work on self-love. Totally. You know what I'm saying? So it's like stuff like that helps so much with relationship OCD, which is the hardest thing to get over. I think that's, the, if I were to talk about my OCD again, that's where it would be. Well, also too, because I think there's like, you know, I think there's a normal level of like when you're first starting to date someone, yeah. you're like, are they going to call? You're, you're, a, you're not you a psychopath. A of course. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. You know, and you're like That's excited. a normal thing. But, like, but it so, jumps to another level. No, and also I feel like it would affect my, like, mood. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be fun to be around because I'd be, like, so anxious at this person. But also at the same time, mm-hmm. I knew deep down that, like, we were not right for each other. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that, but I was, like... But you still wanted to have the approval, so you made it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I yeah, want, that's Yeah, and I feel sure. like so many guys that I've dated were, like... I wrote about this kind of earlier, but I, like, went out with this guy. We had, like... I think three dates and we had texted a lot because he had asked me to go out long story and I had like sinus surgery this is probably like five years ago. okay and so I was like he's can you go out tomorrow I'm like I'm having sinus surgery tomorrow I probably shouldn't have like answered the bumble or whatever yeah. but like and then he was like I'm like how about in like nine days and mm-hmm. then he's like I'm gonna be in New York so we texted a ton and we actually like kind of became friends over text mm. now we saw each other had like two or three good dates and then we had plans for a Sunday and we texted like Sunday morning. First of all, our date was supposed to be Friday and he asked to reschedule the Sunday because he woke up and didn't feel that great. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And then on Sunday, he's like, I'm in. And I'm like, great. I remember I had like Christmas parties the day before. So like I was like, I'm going to try to take a cat nap really quick. And he's like, okay, we were either going to go see a movie or like go to the Christmas market, but it was like raining. So I got up from my nap at like three and we said we were going to do something Sunday evening. So mm-hmm. I assume on a Sunday night, that's like five mm-hmm. evening. Yeah. Know. It's also a Sunday, so it's, like, weird. Right. So at 3, I'm like, hey, just got up from my nap. I'm going to hop in the shower. And then I got out of the shower, like, no text. And then I, like, started drying my hair at, like, 4. And I'm like, isn't the date supposed to be, like, happening or, like, a right. plan? Nothing. So then at, like, 4.30, I call, no answer. And then at, like, 5.30, uh, yeah. I'm like, wait you meant like Sunday evening, like tonight. Like, I was like, wait, I'm not like losing. <laughs> you start also, also like, you know, when you like someone and you're like, sometimes I'll be like, do I say this? And then I'm like, do I speak English? Like you forget <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. how to speak English. I was like, did I? So you're then, like, wait, this is like, you ever like get booked for a show and then you're like, like there's no one there or like oh. you're there early or something. And then you're like, wait, you mean Sunday, this date oh, at this time? You like recheck because you're like, wait. Yeah, or, or 2021 like, or like next year. This, and like yeah. they, they come and I'm not at. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's rough, man. So, I'm sorry. This no, sucks. long story short, he like did not respond. I remember I was so sad. I was like crying. I'm like, I've, this is like the first time I've been like officially oh, stood up. Yeah. So that's he, rough, he ended up dude. texting me like at like midnight or maybe it was the next morning. Um, I remember just being so like, you know. Which I think anyone would be hurt in that situation if you were, like, totally blown off for a date. And he told me that he, like, felt sick and laid down and, like, napped for, yeah. like, nine hours. Well, let me tell like, you something well, before kind of the, the, this, like, is that I talk about this with some of my friends. A lot of people who do things, they don't even know why they're doing it. So it's, like, 
you shouldn't spend your time analyzing why they're doing those things because they no. don't even know. And I kind of, know? yeah, I think I like sent my, f I mean, I was like, wait, this is like bizarre. Like it was like, if it would be like if a friend, if you and I were like, let's get together Sunday evening and then at three, I, well, I, if I was like a friend, I'd be like, is that person okay? You know what I mean? Totally, he, totally. But I'm like, this is a guy, but we had been going out. So he ended up being like, and he was a nice person. Um, but what makes me mad about it when I look back at that, which I think anyone's feelings would be hurt by this, but I like remember like hiccup crying over it, like having you know when you hiccup cry, like, yeah. <laughs> and my yeah. mom was kind of like, "You went on three dates with this guy, you don't right. even know him." And I'm like, "I know, but like, how did you?" <laughs> and she was like, "I can't." She, I mean, she's like, "I understand you're upset, but like, she's like, I can't believe you're wasting." What was it? Did you really like him or like? I don't know. I think it was just like I can't. No, because we did have like nice dates. Was but it the even rejection the, of like? Yeah, even after the second date, I remember being like, "We went out to eat," and I was like. It was good, but I was kind of like, it wasn't. Do you feel like maybe it's because, like, because sometimes when that happens, I've had similar situations. It's rejection, probably. Yeah. It's rejection, and it's also wasting your time that your time isn't valuable. Oh. that's For me, that's what it is. No. Like, you don't think my fucking time's valuable? Well, he did feel, like, he's like, I'm so sorry. I felt lightheaded and laid down, which I was kind of like, I don't know that you, like, lay down. Unless I mean, like, it's, it's probably all bullshit, to be honest, but, I mean. Well, that, he, he ended some, up being like, can I, he's like, if, he's like, I totally understand if you don't want to, but can I make it up to you? And I was, I, like, of course, waited out with the whole world, like, what do you guys think I should do? And everyone was like, yeah, I mean, they're like, everyone makes mistakes. One of my friends was like, I could see myself sleeping for eight hours on a Sunday. I'm like, not if you had a date planned, whatever. Yeah. So. Totally, totally. We went out, and I feel like we had a couple more dates, and I was like, don't really have any romantic feelings towards him. Interesting. I was kind of like, ah, oh, I don't know. And then I remember he wanted to hang out like on New Year's Eve and I made up some lie. He's like, we could just like, st I was just like, ooh, no. And I'm like, God, Bridget, you fucking like cried, you wasted your whole Sunday crying over this guy. That's what I'm saying. You don't, because you, you, you like look back and you're like, that was stupid. To not to feel like that because everybody has feelings. I get it. But, like, to look, be like, let's handle the situation logically because I'm not going to want to look back and think I wasted it. And I do. And I remember being you know? like, oh, I, like, really got so, you know, like, I, I just was like, you didn't even know that person. That's the right. other thing, too. You don't really know someone until you're really into the relationship. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also think, like, it's, you know, it, especially, I think, too, with the OCD, once you do figure out, you know, like, once you do figure out a lot of these things, like my OCD was with diving and with college and stuff, and then once all that stuff gets faded, it really took over into relationships. That's really the only yeah. thing. And now, now I'm honestly, like, I feel like I'm fine about it. I'm pretty good about, like, not um, getting, like... No, because I'm, I'm really working on myself. Like I'm, I know. It's weird, because right now I'm in a weird place where, like, I wasn't even going to... It's weird, because I was, like, not doing so well. But, um... I think uh, the drinking for me, it's a lot of the stuff that makes it worse is like the relationship and then the drinking makes it really worse. I've been sober for like four, like I, I've been so many times where I'm just like, I don't realize how many times I get drunk a week. Like, yeah, but you're so young. I am young, but I sometimes yeah. I, and then I've, I've, I haven't drank in what, like three or four days. I'm like, wow, I feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah, because drinking, like, also too, I mean, God, you're, I mean, when I was 28, that was, like, the first time I ever, like, 
had the worst hangover of my life. Like, I had hangovers before, but I feel like 28, I, like, threw up after drinking, and I'm like, oh, oh fuck it. All my friends say 28's the age where, like, you're no, like, oh, I, I can't handle left. this anymore. Yeah. Um, And it just, the older you get, the worse it gets. Yeah. And I also, also, too, like, even if you have. Did you have issues when you, if you drank, you're like, what did I do? Oh, my God, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially sure. because For sure. I yeah, yeah, yeah. am, um, you know, classic party girl yeah 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 no, we've, i've gotten <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean yeah. like and like you know we've, we've gone out on the town I have together a very hilarious group of friends and like we can we you know we're and it's yeah. fun and um so yes but i would have like soul crushing anxiety and no one else would they'd be like and it even yeah, yeah it didn't even have to be like i blacked out it would just be like i would just be my friend once goes you look for something bad to happen the next day and i would i'd be like did I see that? What if I said something weird to that person? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. I could never be like, oh my God, I went to a Cubs game and had totally the funniest time. No, something bad happened. Dude, that's that's the thing. I think your your OCD too wants to latch on to that because it's so used to chaos and rumination. So it needs something to Oh yeah, but I also in. think it also, it's kind of nice too if you're worrying about that then you, you're not focusing on other, your real issues. Exactly, exactly. Well, because OCD, yeah, it really latches on to random things and then it, that's what I'm saying. Like it, you know, the reason why you're so focused on this is because internally you, you yeah. haven't given yourself the approval. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. you focus on everything yeah. else that, because you don't focus on the real issue, which is really what it's about. Yeah. Totally. And I think like for me, the, for me in the drinking, it's more like I'm never, I'm the, the good thing about drinking with me. I'm never an angry drunk. Like I'm a fun drunk. And me so too. like, yeah, I'm, I've always been like a good hang when I'm drunk. It's like, but recently, um, I, when I went to Mexico, um, we did this Molly that's definitely meth. Like it's, I do joke about it on stage, but it's like definitely fucking meth that we did. And I brought it back to the U S and which is, I mean, which also <laughs> yeah. definitely sparked my anxiety a little bit. Cause, Cause you're I like, was, I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, almost, yeah, almost got dragged down by the cartel, but it's fine. Um, no, I, I like brought, you know, drugs back into the U S whatever. And I have them. <laughs> I'm just, whatever, dude, it's <laughs> I did it. It's in my it's in my house, right? And I was so fucked up and my friend Mark was over and apparently I was like, Mark, he was drunk. I was like, we gotta do this fucking Molly dude. And it's definitely meth. Like it was we were up for like hours. I mean Molly you're up for a long time, but like hours, you know what I mean? So I was like trying to convince him to do this Molly or whatever. And Kenyon was like, you know you were like really selling this Molly. And I was like, What? I have no memory, no memory of that. that. No memory. So I was like, well, what else did I say? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what if I did this? And what if oh, I did? it's the worst. And it's a spiral. And obviously, then again, the difference between people who have OCD and don't is like, yes, it's normal if you black out and somebody says that you said something that you don't remember. Of course you're going to think about it. But it's taking it to the next level where it's like that thought will stay with you for a long time and then you ruminate and then you start thinking about other stuff. Oh, my God. That. One of my best friends who has like no, the least person of OCD, she was like, um, she's like, oh, if I don't remember, it didn't happen. I don't care. And I'm like, oh my God, you're going to sleep like a baby. I'm like, literally, I'm like looking to be like, I, but also I remember like one of my bosses, we like talked about drinking and he's like, but think about it. You don't remember like every Tuesday when you come home from work. Cause you're just right. like, you get in your house. Autopilot. You know what I mean? Totally. And he's like, so when I'm drinking, he's like, I feel like you're kind of just on autopilot. You get home, you take out your contacts. Like he's like, you're not like, not every moment of your life is present. Obviously drinking makes it less present. Have you ever apologized to anybody for something? Oh, like- my God. Okay, I mean, yeah. Especially in my go. 20s, yeah, I man. would be like, I'm so sorry. Um, 
and they're half the time people will be like wait, wait what? what and that yep my sister would be like, you always think you're the only person drunk at 2 a.m. She's like, every one we're, we're with is just as drunk. I remember recently, too, where, like, because I'm an open book, so I can't keep my own secrets. I tell everybody. But if you ask me to <laughs> keep something, like, it is in a vault. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're like, my own. You're like, I'll tell My own. I tell everybody who I'm hooking up with, what's going on in my life. But if <laughs> but if you're like, hey, man, like, the, yeah, I would, I would, I, you know how many friends I've lied for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, but you're afraid you're going to spill that when you're drunk or something. Well, recently somebody said like, hey, don't tell anybody this. And I think I like told, but the people who I tell though, I always make sure they're like my best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Tell. It's like, yeah. it's like when you, you know, it's like, when I, when somebody says don't tell anybody, it's I'm telling that one person, yeah. and that's my totally. version because we yeah. all gotta, yeah. you know, whatever. So, um, or you tell your like best coworker who's like not in your group of friends, but you need to tell someone. So you're like, exactly. I tell my coworkers like they've heard things where I'm like, they don't because they don't know my friends, no, <laughs> or they don't no. know my, you know what I mean? So, I'm like, and it's not, it's not, yeah, and that person wouldn't be upset. But anyways, I'm per, I'm very good, you know. I, I like to trust is obviously a huge thing in relationships. So I really try to like not whatever lock that down, and I remember saying it to uh, one of my friends, like something that they said not to say. And I was oh. like, and he's like, first of all, I don't even remember you saying that because we were all fucked up. So like, you're fine. But I was like, what if I like said it to a bunch of people in a group? Of, you know what I'm saying? I started thinking about whoever I was with and then what would they think if I told them and all this stuff and I really was ruminating about it. And then I thought, oh, well, even the person who told me not to say anything probably doesn't even remember having that conversation with me. Because we were all we were all really like we came from a show, like we we're all fucked up. So I just I, I think I think my O C D now has dissipated in the sense of I'm able to um lo- like I, I go, okay, logically let's look at this. If I didn't have O C D, I would just be like, Hey, I fucked up, you're making mistakes, next time you're drunk, just don't do it. You know what I mean? Like just take yeah. that simple step. Well, Instead would, of being like, oh, yes. well, all the things I said, and I said that, you know. I used to always freak out, not even drinking, but that, like, my friends were mad at me and stuff. And I would, you know, like, in high school, I'd be like. Or when somebody texts you, like, can we talk? You're like, oh, oh, I, oh, I, 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 kill, I like, killed them. He, I killed them. Yeah. yeah, what did I do? Yeah, what and did it's I like do? nothing. Yeah. Um, I basically, but I would always worry about that. And I feel like one therapist I had was like, you need to, like, learn to, like, really be, to sit with it. Like, and just be like. I have to sit with this uncertainty. And, like, also, I think OCD has, like, a good, um, like, we're worried about hurting other people, but in some ways it is seems, like, narcissistic that, like, our, that we could really affect people's lives that much. Like, so true. no one's really thinking about you yeah. that much. And also, if it's a good friend and you did screw up, like, if you do play it out, like, if one of my friends told a secret I told them, like, you might be disappointed, but, like, would I not be that person's friend? No, right. of course I'd still be. No. You know, I might be like, oh, that was shitty of you, but, like, you're not going to, like, out that. You know, I don't know. I kind of feel like if you do look well, at it. It's well, it's the same thing where if you play out the worst-case scenario, it's really not that bad. No. And it, also, it, yeah. It's it like, just, it's, I think with drinking, though, when you are hungover, it makes everything seem worse. So, like, I, so, you know, sober. I feel like, yeah, because you're so, you know, yeah, it makes everything. Who wants to deal with your thoughts when you're sober? No, but you're, like, so hungover. So, I think people that don't even have OCD, they get the anxiety from booze because it's just, like, ugh, you feel your heart's racy, yeah. all that stuff. I don't know. I think with drinking and OCD, like, and, like, for me, it's if I ever have a wild night I'm like really upset so I like have to be really careful if I drink for sure for sure I also think too there's skills that you can learn uh how to do like how to deal with it so you can keep you know drinking I mean obviously drinking there's but if you're if you're a responsible drinker and you you know what I'm saying like you're not an alcoholic and you want to just socially drink there's ways to cope with being hungover and 
Yeah. You know? And yeah. learning how to separate your OCD from, um, like, what actually happened. Because your OCD is telling you you did something fucked up, and what actually happened was, like, nothing. Nothing. You know? I mean, I so, did not sneak out of my apartment and... No, that's, that's <laughs> fucking wild. Like, I can't... But I, but I also understand that it, it's, it's a hard... But then, but then it's hard, too, where, like... It's weird, though, because it's, like, once that thing actually happens, when you do something that you don't remember and it's crazy, you're like, oh, that's, that's not that big of a deal. Like, I... There was a... In college, there was this uh, place called Fat Shack where everyone... It's, like, a West Coast thing okay. where everyone went to when they were drunk, and it was, like, this sandwich called a fat doobie and it was like mozzarella sticks chicken fingers and onion rings in a sandwich oh my god and there was a video on a plate yeah there was a video of me scarfing it at like 3 a.m like just i i like should have been on like barstool sports like it was (laughs) ratchet oh i was so happy there weren't phones when i was in college yeah just ratchet me eating the sandwich and i was like i have no i don't even remember going there i don't remember ordering it nor do i remember eating it but then like it was weird because you would have thought my, you know, anxiety would have been like, what else did I do? But I was like, oh, whatever. You know what I mean? I think what I'm saying is, is like, I think once that worst case scenario even happens, it's not that big of a deal. No. Yeah. Like, once that anxiety dissipates, you're like, oh, whatever, man. Well, that's what I feel like with like relationships, though, my therapist has been like, I think you kind of sabotage them because then you're like, well, I'm just waiting for this to fail. So let's just get it over with. Because your OCD doesn't have anything to fixate on. Yeah. Because if it's good, then... You know, well, yeah. What's that like? OCD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, well, how are you working on that though? Like, has there been any situations where you feel like you've? Well, that's the other thing. In exposure therapy, like last summer when I was doing it, she'd be like, write out a whole dating scenario, and I'm like, if I'm not really in it, that's a hard one for me to get anxious about. To- to- well, because it's real. Yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna be like, oh, I met some guy and he didn't call me back. Like that. Right. It doesn't cause me anxiety because like that. But like when I'm writing, like, oh, I left something on. I'm like, that is that I leave my apartment all the time. You know. Yeah. Do you want to briefly, because we got to wrap up soon. Do you want to talk about like, um, like the light switch and like, like how the, that affected you and stuff, like your other OCD stuff. Wait, which one? Like, <laughs> which, which, where which are the spider webs are yeah, we? Yeah. Um, the like light switches and stuff. Oh yeah, like, it was it was more um, candles. Which I have so many candles in my apartment that have never been lit. Um, And, but I would take pictures of them, like, as if they were going to light themselves. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) what? It doesn't make any sense. Um, I think that started when I was, like, when I was leaving Remax. And then when I was, like, living downtown when I first, when I was, like, 23, lived in Wrigleyville. I was, um, I worked in the Loop, in the the South Loop. Okay. And had no money. And I was, like, I don't think I turned the straightener off. And so instead of being like... That's like a meme now, sorry. but that's, Oh, I know, I know, I know. Someone sent it to me recently. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh my God. And so I took like a $25 cab, which I did not have the money to do that, to my apartment and it was off. And I had like a Blackberry and I was like, oh, I'm going to take a picture of this. And then that started the picture taking. Wow. Which actually one therapist was like, that was actually kind of smart of you. And I was like, thank you. But I would then be like, I'm going to take a picture of the stove. Anything that can catch a fire. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. You took it to that next level. Oh, my God. For yeah, for obsession. literally 15, almost. That's that's compulsive. Yeah. And that's it didn't, like, the minute, I didn't look back at the pictures. Really? I just liked knowing that they were there. Mm. And so. Security blanket. It was security. Yeah. And it didn't really take that much time of my day. But it's just not, it just enforces OCD in other areas. It's a reassurance, for sure. Yeah. So I'm like, so now I haven't taken a picture. 
in over yeah june 2020 hey, yeah i know oh, i remember yeah. i babysat once i got so much babysitting um but i was like older and i was like babysitting for kids overnight and like one of the kids was like why do you have like 19 pictures of a washer and dryer on your phone and i'm like oh because i'm psycho <laughs> <laughs> skip that you'll see i have friends buddy there's like family in these photos yeah, everyone else has like dick Not pics and i'm like i got washer yeah. and dryers that's so funny dude that's but yeah, that's um, um, well. I was gonna ask you too before we wrap up. Um, you, you know, when your OCD latches onto certain values and certain things in your life, that it's an indication of what's going, what the real like underlying problem yeah. on the surface is. Because like, so for example, like when my eating disorder gets bad, that means my family's not doing well. Mm, Which is like right now, like my eating's a little weird. Yeah, and my yeah. My family's not doing well. So like, I think. It's because eating is so revolved around control and, you know, controlling things you can't control. I can't control my brother doing heroin. I can't control that he's homeless. So every time I find out that he's fucking fucking up, yeah, I, I go, control. all right, I'm going to have eight almonds. That will that will solve everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I know that. What's like the, do you know what the source or like when your OCD starts to get worse versus better is after you went to exposure therapy? I just know if there's, like, also, I do think it's also, like, when I'm, like, feel totally, I just bought the book called Burnout. Have you heard of this? Uh, I have. It's, like, came I out have. last year, I think. Yeah. I just, I feel like so many times I'm, like, okay. Like, I want to figure out my path a lot. And I think also, too, turning 40 has, is going to, it's freaking me out because I'm, like, oh, you know, am I going to have kids? Am I going to meet someone? I think I'd rather, like, personally meet someone then I don't think I'd have a kid on my own I just mm. I, I know but like my therapist brought that up and it scared the shit out of me I was yeah. like I have a kid on my own yeah like, <laughs> like I can't even about? take care of myself yeah. like you know I don't know I think I think turning 40 is actually bringing right. up a lot okay. because you know there's a part of me that's like expectations. really expectations where are you at like where are you in life what am I doing? And also I'm like writing a book. I have my full time job. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to write different articles for publications. Also trying to do stand up. Like my goal is not to be like the next big stand up thing. So mm-hmm. I think I would have to put a lot more focus on that. Mm-hmm. But I like doing it. Or you're a writer. Yeah, but That's I and what yeah. You love doing, and you know? I do love that. And I also but then I also do get the like stand up competitiveness where I'm like you see someone and you're like how'd they get booked on that totally and then I'm like oh guess what they go to open mics five nights a week and you don't and I'm like ah then I'm like oh and then it's like it's kind of that like just I figuring out what you want yeah for sure I don't know I'm like hoping someone can tell me but (laughs) (laughs) well it's like I feel like it's like an ever-evolving process because my mind changes day to day yeah I'm like what you want yeah because there's certain times where I'm like I want to do this I'm like I want to do this and then I'm like I don't I, – sometimes I do it. I don't know what I want. And yeah. it's interesting. Not, it's, like, good to hear that you don't know what you want and you're older than me, but it's almost good to know that, like, we're all kind of lost a little bit. You know? Even people that are married with kids don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think – maybe and if, It's an existential if, thing where it's, like, there's no answer, you know? And, yeah, like, I don't know that there's anyone – Maybe there's people, but I'm, like, everyone probably questions their career choices or – You know? There's always something better in your mind. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's, I think, too, something that, that's... And also probably something to play but, out with OCD is, like, if you even got it, like, you're still you. Like, you know what right, I mean? I right. think that, too. I think sometimes with eating stuff, it's like, well, if I did lose 10 pounds, then I will meet the right guy, which just doesn't, you know. Oh, bro. Maybe that'll be episode two. Dude, yeah. <laughs> that is just... I mean, 
Uh, you're talking, yeah, you're talking to the source. It's it's no good. It's I, no I, good. I um, I've totally totally fucking been there. You know what I mean? I've oh. been. I've I I gained a lot of weight in college, and then I lost a ton of weight, and it's like you get. I mean, the thing about being Jewish is that that shit humbles you real quick, because it's like I. When I gain weight, people are like, oh, you look pretty muscular. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fat. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, <laughs> Because I was working out twice a day, but I gained so much weight from drinking and shit. And then Which now, everyone gains that right. in college. Yeah. Well, but I was also I mean, like like weightlifting, so I just looked. Yeah. I looked so you're hefty. Like, yeah. That's, I, that was the word. Like, I looked hefty. And I and then I lost a ton of weight. Then you, and, like, deflate. When yeah. you get home, you like, the unpuffiness. You're and not, I, like, yeah. I went to my cousin's funeral. Tragic funeral, right? And everyone there wasn't talking about the death. They were like, how are you so skinny? And I'm like, okay, so no matter what, y'all are going to be talking about how I look. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're never going to win. And that's how it's like there's always something about If I do this, then this will happen. And it's like, no, no, no. You just need to take it day by day. Oh, my God. Totally yourself. day by day. It's literally the only thing. Yes. Where it's like if I have the approval I need, that's all that matters. Yes. Where, you know, because, like, there is a, there's a certain situation I'm in right now where, like, one of my – I'm trying to – it's so hard not to say names. <laughs> we can talk about it offline too. Yeah, but like one of my friends is kind of going through something where they're like, well, I just want to make sure I'm going to tell this person not to talk about me. And I'm like, even if you do, they can do whatever the fuck well, they yeah, want. Yeah. You got to realize like, as long as you know in your heart that what you did was good, that's all that matters. You know? Yeah. And it's like the biggest thing that I'm realizing. Is yeah. Because like, they're going to think whatever they want because they can think. I can think whatever I want. Yeah. You know? So it's like, that's the big thing is like really just tapping into that. And that helps with OCD so much. It totally. Because you're just more sure of yourself. So you don't have to like ask a bunch of people. No. Did I turn off the light switch? Did I do this? Did I say this? And you're like, no, even if I did, I love myself. So who fucking cares? Yeah. You're like, okay, maybe. Sometimes you don't murder someone, which is also a whole nother OCD. <laughs> oh, no, like, OCD. But yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, but yes. But like, yeah. And yeah. No, 100%. I think that for me and also really mindfulness is like the keys yes. grounding techniques like grounding mindfulness especially i need i'm starting trying to get into meditation i'm just really mm-hmm. bad at it um but well, it takes practice yeah. yes totally and but just my mindfulness too with like eating and stuff because i feel like i don't know i feel like there's a lot of eating well you know eating and ocd my, stuff my, o- my eating disorder was ocd you know what i mean so like that's i've talked about that before but my eating disorder was definitely not like it wasn't anorexia, like it wasn't anorexia, it wasn't bulimia, like it was, I mean, I had tendencies from both sides, yeah. but it was a lot of just OCD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like yeah. the same foods at the same times and it was totally all that bullshit. But, um, what's, what's quickly like one piece of advice you'd give somebody who's going through OCD and, uh, knows they need help, but it is, they're scared, scared, but just, uh, wants to like, not like hold on to it. Cause I know like it was like, yeah, it's wants a security to, blanket. Yeah. What, what, what's one well, um, I think people have reached out to me because I wrote that article on prevention Amazing. and random people have reached out to me that yeah. I do not know. Like not, Dude, I've had yes. close people reach out to me that, yeah. that I know that I was friends with on social media and then people that I do not know that were like, I came across this article and I've given these people advice. I'm like, okay. And they're, they're all like, does it get better? Can I get help? Whatever. Yeah. I know it's so sad. And I'm like, oh yes. And I was like, if you can afford and go see a therapist that's my recommendation number two if you see that therapist do not lie to them they just even if the craziest thought came in your head like you're tell them money it. you're wasting yeah. your money i wasted so much money three if you can't go buy the ocd workbook and do the workbook and really like even when i first read those pages and saw that this you know man was afraid his like kid was i don't know whatever 
I was like, oh my God, I thought that too. You just feel relief. So I think the, my, I don't know, advice would be like, it can get better. No, you'll probably always have it because it doesn't go away, Mm -hmm. but you can manage it and like really live a successful life with it. You know, I think it's just asking for help, which is also hard. And also, I mean, they're embarrassing thoughts that we've had that are like, you know, you're like, oh God, Jesus, who would think that? Another thing too, to tell people, everyone has crazy thoughts. Every person in the world has had a thought like, what if I just push that person off into the L track? Like, you know, and they're like, oh my God, dude, everyone's had them. The OCD person, it's like an old record. It gets stuck or when your tape would jam or your CD and it skips an OCD person, it skip, it, it goes, it, st- it sticks. It's like, why they talk on, why they talk on other people would be like, oh, that's weird. And just move on about their day. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, you know, that's what I, I think eventually though. And I think with a lot of my OCD stuff, like I am learning to be like, that's weird. You can think that, but that's not okay. I'm moving off into that simple minded category. Yes. And I also say too, like OCD, you can sit with me, but you're not me. And like, you're, you can sit here, but I'm not giving you any attention because the more you feed the beast, the bigger it comes back. Exactly. Yeah. OCD is not me. That's a good, maybe that should be the episode versus, um, versus for the doctor. I hope my family, I hope my, my family, family dies. Yeah, well, that's a little dark. Like, I don't know if I want to tap into that one. I hope my old family would be like, up on my way to work, <laughs> listening to the podcast. Um, oh my God. God. Damn. All right. Well, so fun, Drew. I mean, yeah, thanks for, thanks for doing the pod, dude. This yeah. Been, I'm almost tearing up. That's, I, I'm proud of you, man. That's, Thank you. That's you incredible. really spurred this in me a few years ago. Really? I remember telling my mom, I'm like, remember that? girl it was like so much so young at that women's fest and then the women's comedy and then she was like yeah i'm like she's ocd and she did a program and she said it was life-changing it changed my life it did and the one i did i i literally tried to kill myself and then went straight to that program so like completely completely turned my life around and um i don't really like talk about it because it was like it was like such a dark time yeah like it was dark bro and there's not you don't i feel like you don't have to relive it no but um yeah, it was a dark time. But I'm I'm really glad I helped you and that article is amazing. Can you for the listeners who don't know, like can you Yeah where they can find it? Yeah. Um you can just go well you can just go to um prevention.com and put in Bridget McGuire. Okay. Or put in O C D. What's and, your Insta? And my Insta is at B McGuire, B M C G U I R E eighty two. All right. All right. Well, thanks so much, man. This has been super fun. Thanks, Drew. You're well, any shows? Any shows coming up? You want to plug? Yeah. When does this come out? Um, whenever my lazy <laughs> ass gets to put it, uh, put it up. Uh, next, usually Wednesday, like next Wednesday, I'll put it up. Oh, Wednesday, I'll be at the Lincoln Lodge. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lincoln Lodge is like the new fucking hang. That's yeah. Uh, on what Milwaukee and like. And they also have um, if you're not drinking, they have good mocktails. Oh. Okay. Really. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're doing sober. Sober September. Yeah. Well, that's, well, hey, we got only one day left. I know, but I'm thinking of kicking it to Sober October. I mean, I feel good. Oh, wow. We'll see. Okay, well, um, please please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so I can get paid and, you know, live a, <laughs> live a healthy fucking life, for goddamn sake. Um, all right, thanks so much for listening to Doing Time. Bye.